Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Defining the Dash. We're so glad that you chose to join us today. We hope your day has been a wonderful day so far, whatever time of day it is that you're listening. And uh, we just appreciate you you bringing us along the way with you. And um, I'm here in studio today. I'm Chad Clifton, of course, and I got Brother Mark Mullins with me again today. He is my sidekick this week. Man, Since I was his sidekick last week, I'll I'll let him be my sidekick this week. Hey, good to be here, man. Thanks for having me on. <laughs> it's always good to have you on, Mark. I tell you, it, what would it be like without you? I'm telling you, one can drink. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I was That's telling awesome. somebody today. I said, brother Mark is just—he's just my brother from another mother. That's just how it is. Yeah. Do you have me confused with that other guy? <laughs> I know I know a couple better marks than me, but, but I'll take it. I'll take okay. it. Yeah, you take it. I, I mean it as a compliment in the very best way. Awesome. And so, uh, but folks, we 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 do appreciate you. Before we get into today's episode, I wanted to uh, just make a couple quick. I'll try to make them quick. Well, go ahead, uh, man. We got thirty minutes or so. And so, uh, first of all, um, thank everybody for listening. You guys are doing an awesome, awesome job. Um, you know, our, I appreciate every time you click play on an episode. I know you could be listening to so many other things. Oh yeah, um, probably so many other better things. Well, but you, you know, maybe, you choose to tag along with us. Maybe so. not, brother Chad. Maybe their phone's messed up and they can only into <laughs> one podcast. One, one can pray. But we're so glad you're here. We're yeah. so glad you're here. Whatever the reason, whatever the reason, if your phone is tore up and we'll only play to find the dash. First, we had nothing to do with that. Right. But secondly, we'll kind of <laughs> please don't replace your phone. <laughs> and, uh, but, uh, but thank you all for listening. Uh, you've done, you know, I, I just, I really do mean that. And uh, we have gotten um, set up now on some, some new platforms as well. Um, in addition to all the, the ones we was already on, we've been, we've added on to, uh, podcast addicts and um some more sites uh similar to that so uh hopefully we'll be able to to reach a few more people and um be more convenient to everybody and so uh be sure you know if that's the the route you normally use and and you hadn't been able to use it because we wasn't on there we are on there now uh i actually checked just a few moments ago and all uh, looked like all 39 episodes that we had at the time had submitted had, had been on there. So, um, at the time of this recording, we, we should be up to about, this is our 42nd episode. So, um, be sure to check those out. Let's give them a listen. Um, also be sure to send us some feedback through email, um, at defining the dash at yahoo.com. You can, um, you know, we have our YouTube page. Uh, you can watch some of the videos on there. You can uh, leave comments on there. Um, all of our topics are clean and, you know, kid-friendly. Um, but we have to choose on there that it's not for children just simply because of comments sure. uh, in order to allow for comments to be put on there. So, um, you know, leave us a comment and, and let us know if it's something you like, something you don't like, if it's something we can do differently. Mm-hmm. Um, something maybe the, a topic you would like for us to talk about, uh, and and uh, maybe a guest um, that you would like for us to have on. Uh, if you know a, a, 
of a, of a good holiness preacher or uh, somebody that's made a difference in your life that that uh, we may know that we might can get to, to be on the podcast. Uh, you know, just any, any type of feedback like that, um, we welcome it all. And um, so we also have our Instagram page at defining underscore the underscore dash. You can give us feedback on there. And so several different ways for, for you to reach out to us. Our webpage at definingthedash.us. There's a contact page there. And um, so any way you can figure out to get in touch with us, get in touch with us. We'd love to hear from you. Um, and speaking of that, uh, Brother Randy Cordell has commented on one of our episodes. Mm-hmm. And so we want to give a shout out uh, to Brother Randy Cordell. A fa- he's a faithful listener. And he interacts with us on there quite a bit. And we, we love hearing from Brother Randy. Great, great guy. And we appreciate him. Uh, also wanted to give a, a shout out to Brother Colton Schuler And to Sister Tish Rice. Um, all of them have had talked to us about listening to the show. And, and we really appreciate that. And appreciate their support. And um, so reach out to us and, and let us know what we can do differently and uh, we'll try to give you a shout out and uh, you know, maybe um, maybe follow through with some of your feedback. Um, Also, we want to just remind everyone that we, we do have hats available. Now we have shirts, coffee mugs, magnets, socks, all kinds of different things, uh, bumper stickers, Mm -hmm. uh, several different things that you can get on our website. So if you go to defining the dash, dot us you can uh, go on there on there's a page uh, where you can listen to episodes where you can read about brother mark and myself and we still need to get brother luke added on there we need to get him on there and um and then also read a little bit about the podcast and then there's a shop page on there where you can look at all these items uh there's bible journals on there there's all kinds of stuff all kinds of good good stuff you can find a little bit of something for everybody just about so uh, be sure to check that out if you want to help support the channel in some way. Uh, that'd be a great way to do it, and uh, we we do appreciate um, anybody that that helps us out that way. Um, but with all of those announcements being said, we want to move on into today's episode, mm-hmm. and we have been focusing on doctrine. Okay, uh, of course, with the exception of the the little Cupid episode. Right. Uh, but, but getting back into doctrine. And we, we discussed last week, Brother Mark, the kind of just an overview again of biblical doctrine and the importance of biblical doctrine. Mm-hmm. So this week we want to move into, into a particular doctrine. And so the, the doctrine we're going to talk about this week um, is, is the doctrine of salvation. And so, uh, Brother Mark, the doctrine of salvation. Now, of course, we, we, we know uh, some basics on that. Okay. Uh, and it's a very important that we not only know about being saved mm-hmm. or how to get saved mm-hmm. for our own personal experience, but it's important for us to be able to tell others. Right. Uh, because as Christians, it's not a... A once and done deal. Mm-hmm. It's not a well. I've I went. I prayed. That's all there is for me to do. And now I can just lay back the rest of my life and mm-hmm. take it easy. 
you know, we, we have to minister to others. Our lives will minister to others and tell others about Christ mm-hmm. if we're leaving, uh, living a Christian walk. Right. And so uh, if our lives then have that effect on others and they want to experience Christ for themselves, then we need to be able to to share this great doctrine with them. Right. And so, Brother Mark, will you, uh, won't you tell us a, a little bit here of what you have in mind here on the doctrine of salvation? Hey, man, I'd love to. So I was just sitting over here waiting on go. <laughs> <laughs> you wait, waiting on his hillbilly to be quiet. No, you I know. Hey, I enjoyed it, man. I, and I, I'd have to, be, I can vouch on those hats. Now, I'd have to say oh, I'm yeah. the skeptical kind. And yeah. so when you say something about hats, I'm thinking, man, I don't even wear hats. I, I got I got a worker hat that I wear in the sure. yard. Yeah. And it is I don't even know how to explain the hat. But if you see me out and load with this weird hat on, you know that's my working hat. Oh yeah. There's sweat Absolutely. on it and stuff, you know, I've been working. Yeah. Wear it with my bibs. I try to wear bibs every day. I'm not working in the summertime. usually if I'm out, I'm in a pair of bibs. And so two reasons for that. Number one, you can do anything in bibs. You can you can change a tire in bibs, you can teach Sunday school class in bibs, you can do all kinds of stuff in bibs. Absolutely. You know? Uh, and another, something else is uh, sometimes I feel like I can get in and out of lows a little bit quicker without a patient catching me. <laughs> it's in bits, yeah. <laughs> okay. But anyway, so, um, but I said that to say this, Brother Chad, that when you first mentioned the hats to me, I was like, man, I don't even know. I don't, I don't know what, no, I don't know what I'm either about hats. And you started talking about these, this Richardson hat. Yeah. I went to school Richardson with 112. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't know if the same Richards or not, but uh, <laughs> if so, the rich <laughs> they are got it made, man. I'm me, me and that guy. We're closer now than we ever had. Oh man, yeah, you don't know it. And uh, but those hats, man, those hats are quality. They I'm are. Right now, they that's are. quality. So not as quality as salvation, but still quality. And I have to say, I have a big head. Yeah, you do. I do too. <laughs> One thing you're going to get, folks, you'll get the truth here. All right. I like it. I like it. Brother Mark will agree with me on whenever I'm down on myself. So. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody's got to, man. Somebody's I'll got support to. you. Yeah. So, but, but I have a big head, and and a lot of times wearing a normal trucker style hat, um, I have to put the, um, the the snap back on the on the very last snap, and and so, um, but with these Richardson one twelves, I still had a couple snaps, mm-hmm. and then with the uh, flex fit. The flex fit hats. I was like, "Wait a minute, flex fit. That's not going to fit. That's going to be right. you know weird, whatever." That was the most comfortable hat. I need some shirts like that. I think I <laughs> made from pure elastic. Pure elastic. <laughs> Maybe I'm, not. I'm with Maybe you. Not. I understand. Yeah. I understand. But, but but they are good quality hats. Folks. Good quality. All right. So back back to back to the doctor one, um, brother Chad. When we started looking at this. Um, well, a couple of verses that come to my mind. Mm-hmm. One of them is in the book of Hebrews, chapter 2, verse 3. Okay. And the first part of that verse starts out, it's, a question is asked, how shall we escape if we neglect so great salvation? Right. And so, which, and the, the rest of that says, which at the first began to be spoken by the Lord and was confirmed unto us by them that heard him. So, a great salvation. But the question is asked that catches my attention in that, is how shall we escape? What are we trying to escape? Right. We're trying to escape eternal flame yes, and sir. death and hell and punishment. Absolutely. And the only way we can do that is through this thing called salvation. Yes, sir. And so, um, and without that, there is no escape. And so I'm interested in this topic. Uh, this topic has literally saved my life. Yes, sir. You know. Absolutely. And so 
maybe we can help save somebody's life out there today. And I just, just out of curiosity, I just Googled, um, which everybody knows Google knows everything. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. Um, so I was like, Google? Did you Google that? I'd, if Google knew everything? I did not. Okay, all right. So that may. I, it could be false doctor. It could be false doctor. Um, but I just said, hey, Google, mm-hmm. do you know what the doctrine of salvation is? This is what it came up with, and I kind of like this. It says, it means that a person cannot save himself by his volition and effort, mm-hmm. but it depends absolutely upon the saving grace of Christ. Man, it's good. I told you Google. Man, let's, let's just close this episode out. That was yeah. awesome. That's, that's what I'm trying to say. I'm just going to hand the mic to Google. Okay. <laughs> uh, but, Brother Chad, I love, I love what, what, what the internet just said about that. Yes. And why is the doctrine of salvation important? Why should a Christian know about, about the doctrine of salvation? Now, it's important to know that we need to be saved. It's important to know yes. about how to be saved. And we may get in on some of that stuff. But the actual, what the Bible says about salvation, it's going to answer two questions for us from what I can understand. One thing question it's going to answer for us is it's going to answer, why was Christ so rich in heaven, mm-hmm. willing to become so poor on earth? The doctrine of salvation will answer that. And that is one of the most awesome pieces yeah. of that of it. Yeah. Is you know, is everything he gave up to mm-hmm. come to earth mm-hmm. in order you know, if if he had came as a king. Right. We wouldn't have been able to approach him. Right. We couldn't get there. Common man wouldn't be able to get there. Right. But him coming as a really below common man mm-hmm. made him accessible to everybody. Right. And I think that is such a most awesomely powerful part of this puzzle, you know, yeah. is, is, is just how uncommon he was. Right. I mean, he was, he was not just common man. I mean, he, he, he was not born at home. Mm-hmm. He was not born in a house. Mm-hmm. He was not born in a in a hotel. The even the the inn rejected him. Mm-hmm. Um, throughout his life, his own people rejected him. Uh, I mean, it's just he was very uncommon, right? And so, um, due to him being uncommon, it really made it to where common man could approach him. Yeah, absolutely. So salvation is going to answer those questions. Yeah, the doctrine of will. And then going along with what you just said, the doctrine of salvation will answer the question, why did Christ disrobe of glory to be clothed in humanity? Wow. Yeah. Now, those weren't my questions. I got those in a book. I think it was Lockyer. I'd have to look at it. But anyway, great questions. Great questions. But the answer to those two questions and those questions, all those questions we have, is is biblically based, is biblical doctrine, is found in 1 Timothy 1.15. Mm -hmm. And the Bible says that this is a faithful faithful saying, and worthy of all acceptation or acceptation mm-hmm. that Christ Jesus came into the world to save sinners of who I am chief. Now that's Paul writing that. And Paul felt like he was a chief of sinners. Uh, not going to get on that right now, but what I like to get on here is that Christ came into the world to save sinners. That's why he was Christ who was so rich in heaven. He was willing to become poor on earth. That's why he disrobed of glory and clothed himself in humanity in skin and bones like we're like we are 
He comes into the world to save sinners. Yes. And that's the basic foundational concept of salvation. The Bible tells us in Luke, according to Jesus Christ himself, what he says in Luke 19.10, For the Son of Man is come to seek and save that which is lost. And so if you're interested in what the mission of Christ was, it wasn't to multiply the loaves, although a lot of people was probably glad he did. You know, sure. I mean, yeah. I would have been glad. You know, right now, yeah. if he would come here and multiply some loaves for me, I would appreciate that. <laughs> yes, but, absolutely. you know, so I could appreciate that. But that's what his main mission. His yeah. main mission was to seek and save that which is lost. And so, salvation, Brother Chad, the doctrine of salvation contains the only remedy for sin. The only remedy for sin. Without it, without salvation, the sinner is helpless and hopeless. Yeah. So if there's a sinner listening to us, if you don't understand or appreciate the doctrine of salvation, what salvation is all about, that Christ came into this world for you, then you are in a helpless and a hopeless situation. Yes. But with it, with the doctrine of salvation, with knowledge in that and accepting Christ as your Savior and me accepting Christ as my Savior, that allows a few things. Number one, Brother Chad, it's going to allow us to experience freedom from the past. Yes. A new start. Brand new start, yes. A new slate. New creature. Man, I, and I was ready for that. Yeah. When I got saved, I was ready for that, you know? Another thing it does is it affects our past, but it also affects our present. Yeah. It affects us presently because it lets us to have victory in the present over the tyranny of sin. We are no longer subjects to sin. Now, yeah. we can sin. But sure. we're not subjects to sin, right? right? We still have the ability to right. sin. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, and then number three, as far as the future, it gives the Christian the hope that we can ultimately escape utter destruction and hell, which is sin's final reward. Right. And so salvation, appropriately applied to our lives, can affect our past, our present, and our future. Yes, sir. Yep. And... It's actually exciting out, out of all of these uh, when, when we're when we're looking at discussing these doctrines, um, and and there's there's a lot of doctrines in the Bible, mm -hmm. uh, a lot of different teachings, a lot of different uh, topics, but salvation is one that is is so exciting, mm -hmm. uh, and it's it's a privilege to even be able for us to d discuss it online like this. Sure. So, like you said, if there is a sinner listening, um whether you've known Christ before or not, then we're excited to get to share a little bit of hope with you. Right. That tomorrow don't have to be like earlier today and the previous days were. Mm -hmm. You can start brand new right now. Right. And have a have a brand new start and, and be a new creature in Christ. Absolutely. And And start out on a different path with a brand new heading and a brand new destination ahead and, and, and know that God has, you know, regardless of how hopeless you feel right now, right. God has a purpose and a plan for you that he, he had made a long time ago. Absolutely. And it's, it's a very exciting thing. You, uh, you were talking about that it's a plan that God made a long time ago and I think it's interesting the way that the Bible says it, that the question is asked, how shall we escape if we neglect no so great salvation? Yes. 
And then my question to myself was, and to you, Brother Chad, and because you're only, you know, you and Brother Nathan's only in the studio, so I'm going to ask you guys because there's nobody else to ask. Uh, but, Google. Every, <laughs> Google. but also, also my question to the listeners is, is why would the Bible say neglect so great salvation? Hmm. Why, why would it just not say salvation? It, it, it emphasizes that and it yeah. says so great salvation. So, a question I have, which I will try to answer in, in a few points, I've got a lot of points, but just a few points, um, is what makes salvation great? Why is salvation so great? Why is it so great, salvation? And so to, to kind of tag on what you was just talking about, that salvation was a plan that has been in place for longer than I've been alive, which is older than some and not as long as other people. If you ask my kids, they think I'm ancient. You know, if you ask my parents, they think I'm young. Uh, but what makes salvation, one of the things is that it it is great because its author is great. Yes. Where it is designed, the one that designed it is great. Yes, he is. Um, the Bible tells us tells us, and this you know we're talking about doctrine, and, and, and this will be supported in doctrine. Second Timothy one verses eight and nine, and Titus one verses one through two. Again, that Second Timothy chapter one verses eight and nine, Titus one verses one and two cues us in that God designed salvation before the world began. Yes. Now the foundation. Yes. Now that, that that may have just stepped on some toes and I you know I don't mean to do that. I'm just talking, I'm just telling what the Bible says. Um and and so I want to read I'm reading one of them real quick again because we got so many minutes we got to take, take up here. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um yeah, you and I both being such so shy and not liking the talk. Yeah, exactly. So, First Timothy, I'm just going to read there. First Timothy, chapter two, and uh, verse number eight, and nine. It says, "Be not thou therefore ashamed of the testimony of our Lord, nor of me his prisoner, but be thou partaker of the afflictions of the gospel according to the power of God." It's got a semicolon, and then it goes on. Verse nine. It says, "Who has saved us?" Talking about the gospel according to the power of God, who has saved us and called us with a holy calling, not according to our works. So it's not work-based, yeah. okay? But according to his own purpose and grace, yes, which was given us in Christ Jesus before the world began. Yes, sir. So it was designed before the world began, Brother Chad. Yes, it was. Uh, and that's one of the things that makes uh, salvation great because, uh, yeah, it was designed before the world began. Now, salvation, I want to point out to, to, to myself and anybody listening, that salvation was not an emergency when it began at its conception. That took God completely off guard. Right. And caused him to scramble and try to figure out what in the world he's going to do so he can have more people than the devil in the end. Yes. You know, it was a very well planned and very well designed by God. Right. That's what salvation is. And, you know, there had been... Okay, let's let's say and and, and loosely calling this salvation or saving grace saving grace or, or whatever you want to call it you know when when let's say um there was two soldiers in a gunfight and mm-hmm. you know one another soldier comes in and, and rescues another soldier out of it you know they'll say he saved me or you know mm-hmm. or maybe one of them gave their life for the other one you know uh 
you know, throughout time, there had been situations where sure. a person gave their life for someone else. Right. But usually they knew that person, or maybe they were fighting for their country, or they right. were fighting for... But there had never been a God-man mm-hmm. come to earth, give his... You know, like you said a while ago, he left the throne of heaven. He came to earth as an uncommon man um, or through an uncommon birth, Mm -hmm. um, virgin birth, born in a manger, uh, grew up then uh, poor and and like he did, um, teaching in the temple at 12, going all the way up, giving his life uh, for all humanity. Mm Mm-hmm. To carry the weight of all those sins of the world. And then, but you know, even if it had stopped at that point. Right. It wouldn't have worked. Correct. But it was three days later is when, when it all yep. fell into place. When, yep. when, he, when he rose again. And so that is another thing that makes it so great. So great. Yeah, so so great. It's miraculous. It it's is. Miraculous it really, is. really takes place. Uh, you was talking about Christ and something else going on with something else that makes it great. What something else makes great salvation such a great salvation was the price that was paid to ensure that great salvation. Right. And you was just talking about it. It was it was bought. Nothing's free in this world. Absolutely. Um, if you're getting something free, somebody's paying for it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And so, now I like free stuff. Don't get me wrong. I would love to have a free tank of gas right now, but <laughs> I, it's not going to happen yeah. um, today. You know, I don't have that kind of faith. I've got full tank of gas too, so I don't need it today. Maybe tomorrow. I just we just went yesterday. Got my son a truck. Mm-hmm. Very exciting. Awesome. When we test drove the truck, the fuel light was on. <laughs> so we asked the dude. We was like, hey, you know, it was at this little small dealership. We was like, yeah. I was, uh, was like, hey, out. you know. Uh, are you going to give him a tag and everything, you know, to to get it home on? And uh, we was like, the fuel light's on on this thing. I don't know if it's going to make it. And he's like, oh, I'll put him some gas in it. Even that dude was <laughs> wouldn't give you a tank of gas. That's where you know gas is He had to be 40 bucks, and he's like, hey, man, we even? I was like, <laughs> that's awesome. I was like, well, that might give him half the uh, tank. I'll get you. I'll get you. I'll give you a, a half of the pain of a fill yeah. That way you understand. I was that. like, we're good, brothers. Thank you. But the uh, but about salvation, it was bought with the bloodshedding, death, and resurrection of Jesus Christ. Jesus says in Matthew twenty verse twenty eight, even as the Son of Man came not to be ministered unto, but to minister, yeah. and give his life a ransom for many. Now I want to point out here that when we're thinking about creation mm-hmm. and salvation, they rhyme. Sure. But they're kind of two different things. Right. Um, creation, Brother Chad, was a great work of God. Oh, absolutely. To make something out of nothing. You know, to set yeah. things in, in the you know the cosmos where they are and the stars and the moon and, you know, all that good stuff and make the little butterflies. But creation itself was a was a great work, but it only cost God his breath. Really, at the end of the day. He spoke things into existence and there it was. Right? Mm-hmm. Salvation was a greater work than creation because it cost God more than his breath. It cost him everything. It cost him his blood. Yeah. Yes. And we that are saved are purchased by that blood. Yes, and sir. so if somebody's out in Red Hill land and they're really wondering if God really is interested in saving them, 
he is interested enough to die for him. Absolutely. You know what I mean? He's really invested in this, brother. You, you know have been He's on really, his mind for a long time. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, before the world began, really. Yeah. Um, something else, Brother Chad, that makes salvation such a great thing, so great salvation, is um, it is simple. Yeah. It, it's great because it's simple, and it's easy to partake of. A guy like me from the mountains of MacDowell County, West Virginia, the poorest county in the state, a county, and I can't get out to die because we're about out of time, but a county that at one point we were the free state of MacDowell, Virginia, West Virginia, the one wanted us, you know. So yeah. I, I'm talking about backwoods. So if you need listeners out there in Colorado, I'm talking about backwoods where the creek begins. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but and the ends, yeah. <laughs> now I love the county people, man. I, I, yeah. I love McDowell County. It's my favorite place in the world. But there's great folks. There's great yeah. people there. Uh, but anyway, me being a simple guy, simple-minded. Salvation is great because even somebody simple like me, even a child, can understand what they need to know about salvation and take part of it. Yeah. And that makes salvation great. I have been in many church services where a young child can feel conviction Mm -hmm. and begin to cry and know they need to pray. And a lot of times you didn't have to tell that child even what to say. Sure. They would just begin on their own talking to God. Yeah. And that that just illustrates that where, where it talks about even a child can understand. Right. I mean, and to and to to know that he's not just interested in the adults that might can what people would think do a mighty work for him mm-hmm. or what he's interested in the children, you know, and, and it's just man, it's it's just an awesome, awesome thing to, to think about. Absolutely. Absolutely. And Brother Chad, the fifth point I'll make, and then we're going to close out so our listeners can, you know, get on to work, get our church, (laughs) (laughs) is the the, the last thing I'll point out to us that salvation is, what makes salvation great is that salvation is universal. Yeah. Salvation, going along with what you just said. Did you look at my notes? Nope. I haven't seen them. All right. All right. You're seeing a reflection on my eyes. Yeah. I'm sitting here trying to see (laughs) That's why you're looking weird. (laughs) I was born that way. <laughs> but salvation, brother, salvation is universal. It's not, it's not limited to geography. Right. It's not limited to social position. It's not limited to age or any other factor. Right. According to the word of God, John 3:16, God so loved the world. Yes. That he gave his only begotten son. And so I just want to tell you if you think wondering whether or not you're a candidate for salvation, According to the Word of God, you are a candidate. Absolutely. And right. do it today. Do it today. Today's the day of salvation is what the Bible tells us. That's right. exactly right. And so those are some doctrinal points, Brother Chad, from the Word of God that we can we can base our salvation doctrine on mm-hmm. and, uh, and apply that to our lives. All right? Well, thank you, listeners, for listening in for another episode of the Define the Dash uh, podcast. We sure do appreciate your support and your listening here. And really, we just appreciate it. Even if you don't listen, you just push play. You know, it, it still counts. And so we do appreciate that as well. If you're just trying to get your kids asleep, looking for something boring to listen to, something repetitive, put us on re- repeat, whatever. We appreciate it. We appreciate yeah, it. Put us on loop. We appreciate that. I like it. Oh, that's what they call it. Yeah. yeah. All right. <laughs> so, listeners, until next time, uh, until next week, we appreciate uh, y'all listening in. Let's make every moment count and continue to define the dash in your life. God bless you. God bless. When I win this war